Welcome, everybody, to the Assuminati podcast, the podcast that explores everyday topics with the assumption that a conspiracy may be at hand. I'm Brandon. I'm Bobby. I'm Matt. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome back to the Assuminati podcast. Guys, how we doing? Yeah. Great. Yeah, welcome in, everyone. Well. Nice, a little better audio this time. <laughs> yeah, sorry Much about better. um doing it from my car last week. Hey, These guys Bobby... just demanded, like, "Hey, we got to record now," and I was like, "Hold on, let me pull into the Burger King and dial into this thing." Hey, BK Lounge, man, should have had better Wi-Fi than that. But uh... well, if I would have stayed at the BK, maybe. But I was like, "Oh no, I'll get started and just drive." You're just Whatever. mad because you ate that impossible burger. No, <laughs> I, you rule. You I was rule totally going to get a Whopper, but... What's... I could listen to you talk like, about BK all day. We're talking about Burger King. <laughs> eh. Save it for another episode, gentlemen. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. I do have a quick headline I wanted to run by you. You ready for this? Yeah, bring it on. Brace yourself. <laughs> Matt and Bobby react to the news, so I'll give you part part of this headline. So this animal, or these animals, are unlikely stars at a British zoo. So this uh, this is a recent article that I came across. So what, what kind of animals do you think would be unlikely stars at a British zoo? Why do you think they'd be unlikely stars, too? Let's see what you, see what you got. It's got to be the Un- sloth. Okay. What would the sloth do to be un- an unlikely star? Um, I don't even know. I don't know what sloths do. I think they just kind of <laughs> hang there, don't they? Maybe yeah, climb they, the tree slowly. They don't move. They work at the DMV. I, I yeah, <laughs> they tell jokes that are funny. Yeah. <laughs> flash, really, flash, hundred yard dash. Really long, drawn out punchlines. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, what do you think? You got any guesses? Well, the only thing going through my head is like the penguins from Madagascar, but that would be obviously too obvious. So, we can't go with that. I'm going to say the apes. Wow, you were warmer with your first guess. Oh. So, hmm. it was the penguins. It's a bird, not a penguin. So, let's let's a give it bird. to you at this point. I think you're, you're pretty it's much gotta there. Be a, it's got to it be an emu. Ooh, I think Bobby got it. Say it again, buddy. A parrot? <laughs> it, is a, it is a group of parrots. Now, why do you think oh. parrots would be unlikely stars at a British zoo? I don't know. I would think parrots would always be the star because they say fun things. Okay. <laughs> I bet they say it in a British accent. Oh, they, they do. So let's give you the full headline here. Okay. Let's hear it. Foul-mouthed parrots <laughs> are the unlikely stars at a British zoo. Oh, it's not the first time these parrots have caused a stir. They have five specific foul-mouthed African gray parrots, Billy, Elise, Eric, Jade, and Tyson, who were donated to the park during COVID-19. And they frequently have to sequester them from public spaces and from each other out of earshot due to their interactions and their explicit language. (laughs) It's kind of like us. So this is why my wife will not let me get a parrot, first off. Because she knows (laughs) it would say the worst things ever. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. One wow. guest said, I couldn't believe what I was hearing behind me. Someone was making obscene noises <laughs> and I turned around and it was the bird. Now picture that in a British accent. I'm sure it's much more charming, but, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Makes you want to go now. I'm but totally in If I get a chance yeah. to go to that zoo, that will be why I go. That's funny. I thought that was pretty, pretty hilarious. And I could totally see you two teaching them a thing or two. And, uh, so do you know how long parrots can live? Man, they often, out, years. They often outlive their owners, Yeah, from what I hear. And, exactly. Uh, like, they can live, their lifespan's like 20 to 80 years right. on average. So, <laughs> like, so if, you get it late, if you get it later in life, you got to put it in your will. Like, it's like a tortoise almost. Well, and they're expensive, so it's not like, you know, you're getting one when you're a child. So... You know, you get it, you teach it all these dirty words, and then someone else gets to live with that. And then you hand it off to your thing. grandkid. and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might get one so when I die, I can give somebody the bird. <laughs> <laughs> and to Bobby and Brandon, I give the bird. <laughs> I, can, I can see it now. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that was it. Uh, was, that one was a little bit quicker, a little bit more straightforward. I just thought that was pretty funny. You can go to this zoo in Frinsky, England, the Lincolnshire Wildlife Park, and uh, check out. <laughs> okay. I got I got an additional one for you, Brandon. Check them out. Yep. Your, body has, your body has two of these, and one is bigger than the other one. Okay, okay, okay. What is it? Eyes. Nope. Oh. <sighs> Uh, feet. No. And one of them is bigger than the other. You want to take another guess, or do you want me to just tell you? (laughs) That's a good guess, but no. uh, Thumbs? Ears? (laughs) No. It's your lungs. And one's bigger than the other. Yeah, your right lung is bigger than your left lung, because your left lung has to make room for your heart. Ah, that makes sense, and I didn't know that. There you go. I didn't know that either until today. We learned something on the Assuminati podcast. <laughs> wow. Fact. That is hey, a cool breathe fact. easy. That's a cool fact, and it it makes sense. I believe it. I don't think I have to fact check you on that one. I'll, I'll just take you, you for your word. if you want. I mean, it seems plausible. You don't seem full of hot air on this one. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little more so take on a the breath, right Robert. side. It'll be all right. Uh, a little more so on the right side. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I like that. Let's just spit fun facts at each other, guys. You ready for the episode? Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. So, fact. The NFL is rigged. That is a fact. Oh. I've heard. (laughs) You okay? Is that your stance? You've heard? I've heard. (laughs) Allegedly. I say false. So, let's, let's get into it. NFL meeting the National Football League. It is the week of the Super Bowl, so by the time this comes out, you are gearing up for the big game. we just like to remind everybody that the Big Game Challenge 2024 is up and running. Check out our Facebook page for the link to the Google Sheet to fill that bad boy out and have a chance at a Suminati gear or swag. Check us out. Participate. We'll see if George can hold his crown from last year. And... uh We'll see who wins between them, Chiefs and them, 49ers. 
But let's talk about how we got here. How did we get to the Chiefs and 49ers for the 2024 Super Bowl? That's what we're going to talk about today. It was all scripted. It was all fake. This might as well be WWF wrestling. I guess WWE. Is that what it is now? Yeah, it was the WWE. It was chosen from the beginning. Script writers had their hand in this and everybody worked towards the one goal of having these two teams in the final game. Clearly. Clearly. So that's the fact that Matt firmly believes. So where should we start here, gentlemen? What proof do we have that the National Football League scripts and, and sets their winners ahead of time? Of course, for the almighty dollar. Why don't we start with the fact that the NFL is is a an entertainment company? How about okay. that? Yeah, that's that's a pretty good start. I mean, they're in the entertainment business. Well, what are what are your thoughts? I mean, why why are they uh, t- why are they classified as an entertainment company if they're if they're out to be a football company? I well, mean, okay, are okay. Sports in general, entertainment. I don't know. Are they? I don't know. If I look at my budget, the and I competitions, to go to a football game or a basketball game, it would go in my entertainment budget. So, so I've heard this argument before. Can you can you take us a little deeper here? Why the NFL categorizes themselves as an entertainment company and not another type of company? Is, well, is there something behind I mean, this? I'm I'm genuinely asking. I mean, why would they be considered an entertainment? business if they're not in it to just entertain and make money right that's what businesses do they're in it to entertain you and make money and if if i'm just saying this okay if they are wouldn't they want to pick the most entertaining team to go to the super bowl every year oh so they wouldn't want to have are the most entertaining well yeah they've got all sorts of weird characters they got patrick mahomes he's strange they got (laughs) They got the Brittany Mahomes saga. They've put all this money into Netflix doing the quarterback documentary, and they highlighted Patrick Mahomes and all of that stuff. On top of that, they got Travis Kelsey and the Taylor Swift drama that's unfolding and making tons of money and everything else. So, sure. I mean, it may it's a natural fit for the Chiefs to go, right? But that said, I have other theories we'll get into that I don't think the the Chiefs were originally part of that script. I think they got rewritten into it towards the end. And I'll explain my thoughts on that later, but I'm just saying there are some very entertainment store er, entertaining stories that go with both teams. The 49ers, of course, they have the youngest Mr. Irrelevant or whatever, uh, Brock Purdy leading them, right? I mean, the last pick in the draft, it's a Cinderella-type story. He's going to go to the first Super Bowl and set records and underpaid, all that all that stuff, right? Also, yeah, many, many storylines here. Now, with any conspiracy, I'd say it's safe to follow the dollar. And so setting themselves up as an entertainment company as opposed to another type of company allows them as a private company some some greater freedom here so they can set their schedule to best suit the almighty dollar for example they, they can place teams against each other at certain times we see this throughout the year um, an example is my detroit lions again i'm still in mourning over here as they gained popularity and ratings 
they would move the Detroit Lion games to primetime television to make more money and to draw more viewers. So they, they, there's things that they can do without rigging, so to speak, but, but they do position themselves to make more money, obviously. But maybe they take it too far. And, and what you're saying, Matt, is they not only rearrange schedules and teams to make more money, but maybe they predestine some of these teams to survive again. Yeah. To, to, well, to bring like I said, the entertainment in. company is a, as opposed to not a sports league. You can be classified as a sports league. Right. And they're not some some Reddit user wrote this wrote this thing that says the NFL is an entertainment company, not a sports league. So this is uh Motown Kid in the Detroit Lions um Reddit subreddit. Oh boy. <laughs> Just saying, it's out there. You I know, caught me. I know that you got me. It's home. <laughs> this must be Brandon's post. You found um, it. There's, there's two there's two paragraphs that, that he makes really good points. Okay. okay. I'm just gonna okay. read them real quick. Yeah, the NFL it. is not actually listed as a sports league, but as an entertainment company. It is basically the football version of the WWE. So you just mentioned that a few minutes ago, So, which makes me think this subreddit user is Brandon. Don't you think it's funny that the biggest screw jobs in football all happen in primetime when the most amount of people are watching? The favorite slash darling team usually gets the win. So everyone is either happy or extremely upset. That way, everyone is talking about the product. No such thing as bad press is definitely something the NFL lives by. Wow. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So thank you for that post, Brandon. Oh, no problem. <laughs> or uh, Motown Kid Motown on Reddit. Kid. Thank you. That's what, that's what they call me. Man, they used to call me that in high school, so I, I thought I'd continue that. Man, you, you it's interesting though, right? <clears throat> that is, that's uh, yeah, absolutely an interesting concept, and uh, it is interesting how they classify themselves as opposed to some of the other leagues out there. It really is interesting, and so that that brings on the comparison to a WWE or a fake wrestling type comparison. Okay, okay. What else do we got? Why else do we think that the NFL is rigged? You mentioned the scripting. Yeah. Um, so Bobby, I was going to get into this. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Bobby right. shot over some videos to us earlier today where the NFL themselves were making fun of this and, and kind of deflecting with humor how people make fun of the fact that they're scripted or fake. Thanks for those videos, Bobby. Which yeah. doesn't that make you further believe it's a conspiracy? It, it if the does. NFL yeah. is going to work that hard to go to make fun of it. I don't know. Uh, Came right from Roger Goodell's <laughs> mouth. I'm sure that, it did. <clears throat> you know, it was scripted and, you know, so, but he was totally making fun of it. Um, but then you had other players who were joking, former NFL players and stuff. Um, but my favorite was the ad that they put together of all the players getting their, their script handed out at the beginning of the season and, and reacting to along it. And, yeah. That was pretty entertaining. <laughs> so... Yeah, it was funny. That was funny. But again, I like Matt said, man, they we've seen this tactic with other industries where they uh, maybe the government and UFOs, I think we've talked about this yeah. before, where they exactly. just come out they come out and go. they come out and quote unquote admit it. Oh, yep, you got us. <laughs> when in fact, uh, maybe they're just trying to deflect and say, "Oh, no, trying to get us off their trail, so to speak." Exactly. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, that might be more evidence. Okay, so speaking of evidence, what about, I mean, maybe you guys have seen this, maybe you haven't, but have you seen the official logo of the Super Bowl this year? Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. What are, col- what are your with thoughts? The, with the colors. Now, <clears throat> for sure. Well, this you, year's you... <laughs> logo, though, is a digression from what you're trying to say, because if you look at the logos year over year, the the colors of the official Super Bowl logo seem to match up to the two teams in the Super Bowl. That's true. Which is set a year in advance, by the way. And so mm-hmm. that's why people are pointing, well, look at that. It's predicting who's going to be in the Super Bowl. They're giving it away. They're giving you the script. Okay, so, so follow me for one second on the right. Super Bowl logo. Okay, thing. here we go, guys. Right. Here we go. Everybody <laughs> Just buckle, buckle up. Everybody. Get your tinfoil hats, whatever you need to do to... Prepare yourself for this, bud. Uh, I'm buckled. <laughs> okay, you got I'm it? I'm ready. I'm sitting down and everything, man. Let's do this. Uh, all right. So this year's logo, and, and seriously, just follow me for a minute on this, all right? Like you said, Brandon, you, you just barely said it, okay? These things are set in, in motion a year in advance, all right? The logo this year is predominantly purple and with a little bit of red. The last three years, the team with the less dominant color has won every Super Bowl. All right. And so a while back, I thought that the script and and several people out there on the Internet that have made, you know, shorts and all that short videos and all of that on TikTok and so forth um, kind of were with me on this. I thought that the Super Bowl was going to be Baltimore uh, versus San Francisco. That was just what it was going to work out to be. The records were set. um, The teams were playing the way they should have. All of that, right? The problem is everyone was on to it. There were all these videos and everybody figured it out. And so the NFL thought, you know what? Let's go with what's going to make us more money anyway. Well, so there we'll, was a, we'll let was Baltimore a... lose and we'll let Kansas City in there to play San Francisco, who is still going to win, by the way, because that was always the plan. Well, so speaking of you saying people are on to it. What was it? A few weeks before the Super Bowl? Like, we know who's going in. Was it a Canadian news station was announcing that Reba McIntyre would sing the uh, national anthem? Uh, Usher would be the halftime show of the San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. That clip has been viral out there for for a while. The supermarkets that put out the Raven 49er cakes. Yep, exactly. As well, there were. That's not. That's not fake. Some supermarkets. No, there was a lot of that. evidence out yeah. there, right? So it's not just the one thing. There's all, and and too many people were onto it. So there had to be kind of an emergency rewrite. Oh, okay, okay, refs, okay. Okay. let's uh, screw up Baltimore so that we can get. <laughs> so I don't know get the, the Baltimore's game that they lost to the Chiefs. I don't know that the refs could have anything to do with that, like. A couple of those things, like they would have to have the Ravens in on said loss because just the epic way they turned over the ball a couple of times wasn't the refs. Yeah, or maybe just one player. I'm just saying. Or, or I mean, one they don't ref. Have to let that many people in. Or one player, was, one ref. It was a single referee. Can I support you on this, Matt, with a story? Does it have to do with the NBA? <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh. So this is uh, this was a headline that went viral 
a a certain analyst called uh, his name's Warren Sharp, a football analyst. This went absolutely viral. Tens of millions of hits on this article. As soon as we knew that it was the Chiefs versus the Ravens to see who goes to the Super Bowl, they learned that the NFL assigned referee Sean Smith to referee that game. Sean Smith is known for being hard on the home team. The, in this go. case, in this case, the Ravens. He calls more penalties against home teams in every game that he has refereed. And in fact, the home teams only have a 37% winning record when he referees the game and so this supports your uh your rewrite theory here matt they assigned a referee that is known to not let the home team get away with it and in fact he's much harder on the home team in this case it would support the the chiefs going to the super bowl and Man. what are you going to say to that the, i mean the, the, the rewrite <laughs> it is what it is right the rewrite was in yeah <clears throat> There's stats yeah. that, and they can't change the logo because it's already there, right? <laughs> yeah, it would now, be quite a shift to swap up the logo. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's interesting. And again, who's going to sell more tickets? Who's going to get more eyes on the TV? Baltimore or the Chiefs? So if you follow the dollar, it's going to be you, Taylor Swift. You would want the <laughs> the Kansas City Taylor Swifts. Yeah. So yeah. are we thinking then that that Roger Goodall and the scriptwriters? Or who wrote Taylor into said script to get more people to watch NFL games? They sure put her in there mid-year, didn't they? Yeah. I think Taylor on her own is more powerful than Roger and the entire NFL. So how would they have the power to write her into said script? There's a lot of powerful people out there, Robert. Well, we can talk about the conspiracy with that if you want to go further. Taylor is a powerhouse. She is an economy unto herself. Yeah, like you said, she's the most powerful person. Influential person, maybe. Maybe that's the best word to use here. She's definitely the most influential and popular uh, person. She won another Grammy or two over the weekend. Her 13th Grammy for best song of the year. I think she won her fourth, her fourth best album of the uh, year. That's all I'm saying. And so she may have had her hand forced to do stuff for the NFL. That's all. So, so I'll just leave it there. Here's the theory that I latched onto that kind of supported this. Again, we're, we're supporting Matt here with his facts. Taylor Swift is a known supporter of a certain political figure. That is our current president. She, technically has endorsed him and and the powers that be would influence the NFL to make sure she's at the final game, make sure the Chiefs win. Travis Kelsey is also an endorser of Pfizer and is endorsed by Pfizer. <laughs> anyway, so there's this conspiracy that the left, the political left, wants to make sure that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are on the podium and that she'll endorse Joe Biden for president. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think there's something to that. But, know. you know, that's the conspiracy theorist in me. Again, yeah, that's 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 a conspiracy that would support your argument that things are, in fact, scripted and rigged to, to make sure that those two are shown on the podium. I'm well, sorry. here's the thing. It, it, you just go back to the money thing, okay? Just it say really large is. companies. You know, there, there are some large companies that have special interests that maybe they want out there. That's all you have to say. 
you don't have to name them. Oh, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers names them, but you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the it, so it's not just the NFL that has an interest in her and 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 the uh, the money that could potentially generate. Again, she is a, an economy unto herself. It's yeah. obvious obvious the effect that she has. Whether you agree with whether or not she deserves that is a different conversation, but it's obvious the effect that she has. And of course, they'd want her at the game. And and it, uh, as we mentioned in our previous episode, she's a part of the prop bet novelty betting. And so Vegas is cashing in on this as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. And of man, they, they want her there. They want her on camera. They they know the eyes will follow. I Anyway, yeah. I, yeah, so talking about the Taylor on camera thing, though, we should talk about that for a moment. Because, like, I think all of us seem to think, like, she's been on camera a ton throughout the season. And somebody took it upon themselves, like, to actually take, like, a stopwatch. Um to game time, Taylor time, commercial time, etc. And she's actually not on camera all that much. Like it was seconds. I think it was like 19 seconds per game or something. Obviously different snippets. But the thing that probably surprised me the most, and maybe this goes, Matt, to your entertainment company thing, is actual game time shown on a NFL production is like 18 minutes on average. Well, I was shocked by that. I would have thought it was a lot longer, but apparently actual game playing is like 18 minutes shown, and the rest is commercials, showing the fans, the commentators, and Taylor like 19 seconds. Yeah, I can see that. Plus, I, I think they don't want to show her too much. I think they want to kind of keep people around, keep the audience around for those times when they briefly put the camera on her. So, for example, my daughter is a huge Taylor Swift fan. My daughter, too. And she will come in and watch the entire game waiting for that chance to see Taylor Swift, right? So they're not going to just continuously show her. So it makes sense to me that they're just going to put her on there briefly and every so often so that the kids stick around and the viewership goes up. See, I yeah. just don't think anybody in the National Football League is that intuitive to think, how can we get viewership up? Hey, let's get this pop star and country star, teenage girl and mid-life woman heartthrob to start dating one of the players so that we can get viewership up. Now it's working. Cause like my wife is more interested. My daughter's interested. I've never heard yeah. more people not interested in football, talk about football in my life. So that's great. I just don't think there's anybody working for the NFL that could have put that plan in place. I don't believe no, they I did. I don't know. But I, I believe they did take advantage of something that happened spontaneously. I think the I think the relationship was was real as far as how it got started. I don't think that part was rigged. But once I'm they realized trying. I'm on the fence there. Once they realized we'll how profitable this could be, again, once they saw that first game and the influence that she had, I think a rewrite happened. For, that's for, for, that, for sure. That's where Matt's theory comes into play here. We need to yeah, make baby. sure she gets to the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
Yeah, think about <laughs> think about the ad revenue alone, okay? Oh, yeah. So you you've oh, got yeah. all these people that now are interested in watching the games or whatever, but they're also watching all of those commercials of which you said is like 80% of what the what's being shown, right? Yep. So all those advertisers now can be charged way more because they're, you're reaching way more people. Yeah, it it is... only makes sense. So it's it's kind of that trickle down effect, right? So you've got this one happens to be the number one pop star in the world. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the, a football just go player. Look, uh, go look up the prices for not only the tickets to go to the game, which is by it's breaking records left and right. Astronomical. Uh, the commercials will be much more expensive as well, and so everybody. This isn't just inflation, people. This is swiftflation, or what's a word we could use there? Taylorflation, or <laughs> she, she's it's added demand. a ten percent to everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the other things that. I mean, I'm. I don't think it's scripted. I'll just put it out there. But let's talk about some things I found online today. That I'm like, hmm, that you makes it global. Global man, keep it. Well, yeah, keep us going. So, here. at halftime at the 49ers game. Roger Goodall went and gave tickets to the Super Bowl to a young boy who was a 49ers fan. Why would he do that if he didn't think the 49ers were going to win that game? Because keep in mind, at halftime, it wasn't looking like the 49ers would that, win that game. That happened at halftime? I know that it happened. That was at halftime. I thought that was after the game. Oh, wow. Hmm. No, that was at halftime. And <laughs> what a mean move... I mean, nice gesture to give Super Bowl tickets at all, right? But if you're a young boy who's decked out in 49ers, what are the odds you're going to want to go to a Lions and Chiefs game or a and Lions they were down and big. Ravens game? They were yeah, they down were down big, big at time. halftime. Like, I, <laughs> on, I was texting my brother, who's a big-time 49ers fan, basically saying, hey, this sucks for you. Um, guess And... And I was like, you're going to have to check out a Dinty Moore sandwich because, you know, we <laughs> like to make food from the places um, where the teams are from. And nope, turns out he can make a sourdough bread bowl with clam chowder. So so that was one thing that kind of gave me pause. Okay. The other thing I saw, which you could chalk up to angle the camera or whatever, but um, it's a play with Patrick Mahomes. And there's a defender, and I'm not even sure who the defender was. I didn't look that closely. But he is, based on the camera angle, coming and making a direct shot. Could have taken Patrick out easily. And right before he gets to Patrick, he veers left and hits the um, the the blocker for for Patrick. And it's like, why would he do that? Why wouldn't he just go after the quarterback who's running the ball right now? And so I watched that several times, and it's like, hmm. It's it's funny. It it really is. It's worth looking up, people. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that to me was like, oh, my gosh, then maybe it is scripted. Yeah, that that was quite the detour by the defender. A little head scratcher there. Like, will he he have a jar next year? That's kind of how bad that was. Yeah, I, I don't know why he would have turned. Now, maybe it was just bad camera angle, yeah. whatever. But, like, he clearly moved out of Patrick's way. <laughs> I think the cumulative amount of evidence is overwhelming. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I oh, mean, what I one. thought you were going to say, I mean, 
we always hear when there's a bad call against your team, like, oh, it's scripted, it's scripted. And I've never bought into those because it's like, eh, everybody gets bad calls, right? Um, I've seen True. bad calls on the refs. Um, in fact, one of the things I thought that was going to be brought up is in the, the Chiefs and Ravens game, um, the, the touchback call, right? Mm. And I thought people were going to be arguing about the legitimacy of um, of the touchback calls. But guess what? That happened to the Chiefs in the previous week's game. And uh, what I thought was interesting is on the New Heights podcast, Travis and Jason were talking about it. And both of them actually believe in that penalty. Like, hey, if, if that happens, like the ball should turn over. Um, but I thought people were going to complain about that touchback. Um, because, so, right. I mean, video clear as day. I mean, that player dropped the ball. Zay Flowers, um, he had quite the series. That that was all on him, man. I, I don't feel bad for him one bit. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it got knocked uh, out. Video, yeah. I mean, you could not dispute it. And the and rule he got is taunting earlier in that drive. And mm-hmm. he, yeah, he, he really, that was like a football karma thing going on. Anyway, no, you're right, though. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Of course, they'd be all for it on the New Heights podcast. Ah, they're in on it too. They're they might be, <laughs> but um, but if the Ravens were scripted to lose, then they definitely had to get Flowers in on it to to drop the ball, do that turnover, to do the taunting and all this stuff. Because I think the Ravens are a better team than they showed up to that game. Like oh, they yeah. did not perform. Oh, yeah. They gave for the sure. Chiefs. I'm a Chiefs fan, die hard since way before they were any good. Um, but they had an easy win with the Ravens on that AFC. I think game. the Lions were better than they than they showed out for too. So just a thought. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the Lions were a cool story, but they uh, they're still that little doormat right they, they've been the doormat for the last 60 years so <laughs> maybe next have year they right? ever won next... a super bowl i don't think they have right Brandon? they won a world championship back in the 1950s i believe it was 1957 um okay. and then ever since then we retire some of the best players of all time early like barry sanders and, mm-hmm. and megatron so <laughs> we, we we take really good players and we make them quit so <laughs> That's been our history. <laughs> um, well, you know. Yeah, this is interesting. So are we ready to counter-argue? Are we ready to yeah, I, hear it? I don't know. Matt, do you have any other arguments for it being scripted? Um, yeah, I mean, but we don't want to make this episode last for four hours so we can get into uh, your... <laughs> there, there's some good points, so... <laughs> that was all good. Yeah. yeah. Any ones we haven't mentioned that should be mentioned, though? Uh, no, we can go with your counter arguments now. All right. Then I'll just okay. pick them apart. So, yeah. so it's time to be, it's time <laughs> to be kidding. correct, Bobby. It's time to be on the right side of the argument. If you're ready All for right. it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> so what's your, what's your strongest argument that this is in fact an upright, fine organization that wouldn't dare script well, I'm not going to go outlandish and say that they're an upright, outstanding organization. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I think they, the NFL has its far. own issues. But for me, 
and I think I've made this argument for other conspiracies as well, but in order to pull off something of this magnitude, the number of people involved as players, players, wives, people working in the front offices, um, you know, recruiters, you know, ad agencies, the commentators, and then to talk about these people writing the script, I mean, one, where are they hiding? If you ever seen a job posting for an NFL script writer, um, <laughs> but people talk, no matter how much you try and get people to keep something secret, over time, something is going to leak at some point. And there's never been any like truly official leaks. Anything that's come out from like former players, current players, whatever, at best comes out as it was in jest. They were making a joke. They're making fun of it. And so I kind of lean to human nature as people would have said something at some point in time. And then second of all, and I think I might have forgotten my second point. My first one was so good. While you're thinking of it, I can just tell you this for right now. Yeah. So, so I understand what you're saying, and I get that. But I will say this. When you've already been undermined by the NFL making fun of the scripts, like they do in commercials and all of that, it's a lot harder to come forward and say it's scripted and be taken seriously. That's oh, yeah. all I'll say. It would be a good defense strategy to be like, oh, yeah. well, Absolutely. yeah, like, yeah, it's totally scripted to make fun Almost of like they know what they're doing. <laughs> now, they didn't do that until this last year. As far That's as true, because I think the pressure, out. I think the word's gotten out. I think people are onto them, and they had to. I think their hand was forced. They, you know, they had a meeting maybe with the players. What, what's the group that the... The NFL Players Association Players is the Association. Official, official player union. Yep. Yeah, okay. So maybe they have like a little bit of a, a smaller group, and it's not all of the players, Bobby, and it's just a chosen few, okay, that are know. in on the secret. And then those guys had to come come uh, together and figure out how to how to figure, you know, how to fool people more and for longer because there's too much money. It's like Brandon said before, the money trail. Just follow it. I mean, if they were paying me as much as some of these players, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is pulling in like $50 million a year to play a game. I mean, I would keep the secret for $50 million a year. Totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you think about it. Let's take it further, though, Bobby, and say that it's part of their contract. Maybe it is. But the thing is, we're saying that script writers are writing this. They ain't getting paid $50 million a year. And where are they hiding them, right? Well, like, here's the thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be – it can be a unwritten rule, right? It can be like – it doesn't have to be necessarily written, but maybe Robert Goodall and the powers that be that are behind this engine of the NFL, maybe there's just a few of them that come together and say, you know, who do we want? Uh, let's work towards having it be these teams, and then let's uh, let's – kind of put it out there in front of people's faces with the NFL uh, Super Bowl logo and nobody will ever know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it would require a lot of devoted attention to pull it off like that. And the people sure. really driving the scripted 
it's typically being driven much harder from people whose team lost and they don't think they should have because you always hear well we lost because of the refs bad calls whatever and you're not hearing it scripted from the teams that are winning which i guess why would you complain if your team's winning but i don't know i'm just not convinced because i know humans and i think if this was happening it somehow someone would have left a script in a locker room and the media would have picked it up or somebody talked when they shouldn't have talked or something. It just feels like if it really is scripted, it's way too organized. But this year it's been way more pointing to a potential being scripted than any year I can remember. But this has been something that's been talked about for years and years and years. Yeah. I I think you're right about this year, this year, more so than the other years. <laughs> now, I'm, uh, I have the exact same argument as Bobby. Way too many people involved. There's way too many people not making buku dollars, buku bucks. I think somebody would have spoken out by now. Somebody would try and get a book deal. Somebody would try and make a buck. That's where you follow the money again. Follow where the money ain't. And I think you would find disgruntled employees who would try and make a dollar off of this. And we just haven't seen that. The NFL is the most powerful and most influential league in the entire world. When you look at money flow, fandom, there are other leagues that have more viewers, but they do not have the power and the worth that you see in the NFL. The NFL has a lot of enemies. They've hurt a lot of people who have worked for them, and none of them have come out (laughs) in favor of saying that this thing is scripted or fake. I thought, for sure, one of these people who aren't getting the health care they feel they deserve, for example, would, would try and undermine this huge product. And okay, I, I so just, just really quickly to retort on, on that, I think that this is a fairly recent thing. Okay. I don't think this was happening back in the 90s and the 80s or whatever. So There's a lot of those event. people that okay. are going through the CTE stuff that they've got going right yeah. now weren't part of a script or part of a a planned outcome at the end of the year. I think this has only been happening in recent years. So that's my argument. I I think that there's a lot of players, like like you said, there are definitely are some disgruntled folks out there and they have every reason to be because they're going through some real, real trouble now. I mean, just watching Jim McMahon talk and communicate with people, for example, is, is painful to watch, you know, and, you know, I love that guy. I'm just saying, you know, he's got yeah, Utah the... uh, connections and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, and not just him. There's a lot of people that are really struggling with that. And I don't think the NFL was the same back in those days as it is now. I think it's much more powerful now. And I think they have to keep that train kind of moving down the track. And they, in order to do that um, and get the most money out of it, they kind of have to put teams in positions to win. That's yeah, my argument. Totally, no, yeah. And I say that's much more valid than claiming that it's been scripted from the beginning. Absolutely. For sure. And again, I, I just feel like there's too many hands in the cookie jar. I, I, I think there's just too many cooks in the kitchen there. Uh, but okay. It's really tough this year to dispute it. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you the truth, yeah. it's really, really tough to dispute some of the evidence that that came forward this past year. I mean, if the Ravens <laughs> would have 
one and gone in, I may be on the other camp a little bit because there were so many things pointing to that. Like it was yeah. announced that they would be the ones playing in the That's Super Bowl. That's why I think, though, that it, it that it's totally obvious now because they, ha- you know, everyone was kind of on in that same camp. Bobby, everyone was noticing. Everyone was publishing little short videos with evidence and all of that stuff, like you guys have seen along with me, um, and people were onto it. And the NFL can't have people get onto that. They can't have people figure that out. So what are they going to do? The natural reaction is, is okay, we've got to switch up the script. We've got to flip the script, if you will. Or and, maybe and they leaked a false script all along. I don't think so. <laughs> so, are you telling, so are you trying to tell me, just to, to kind of tie this all together, that my, my buddy and Bobby's buddy, and your buddy too, Matt, you like this guy too, you're telling me that Mr. McNuggies Mr. Big Red, Mr. Andy Reid, the coach of the Chiefs, is in on this? I don't think so. I don't oh. think everyone is in on it. I really okay. don't. So what, what, that, at what level do you think the corruption ends? I think it's top officials with a few players, a few key players. That's I mean, what to I pull think. this off, and maybe you would a need couple, some Maybe a couple coaches. Maybe, maybe a couple, couple coaches, coaches that are a little bit um, – you know, less, uh, I don't know, not above so, four. What's and, the word and so I'm looking you for? Feel, you feel that that is enough to have gotten the outcome that we have this year. Yeah, you, plus you the officials. Enough? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So okay. who's sitting down and writing the scripts is what I want to know. I Jet told you, GPT. I don't think it's written down. I don't think it is. I think it's determined it is, in yeah, a meeting on a somewhere. phone call. They're like, we're going to go golf and meet down by okay. the pond. Let me just say this. I, I ran this by... AI, our friend ChatGPT, a little bit earlier, and it it refused to acknowledge that the NFL might be rigged. It it fought me. It fought me four or five responses in a row. In red, I think it it was like yelling at me that the NFL is not rigged. (laughs) (laughs) And I finally had to say, okay, just for fun, let's pretend that the NFL is rigged. What evidence is there? And it's like, okay, if you're doing a fake, fun podcast, here's what you might say. And it was weak. It was all weak. I, I challenge you guys to find something stronger. I think ChatGPT is covering up for the NFL. I think they're in on it. And well, they're how long has ChatGPT your... been around, right? That's you, your script well, Did writer. we talk about yeah. about this, that it was like, uh, you know, all, there's only data until from when? Until it depends. Now? Depends on what peasant version. If you're using the peasant version of AI, it's limited <laughs> to to 2022. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Is. I'm not convinced. So maybe this is one we're not going to solve. But I would uh, love to know what do our listeners think? Uh, is would, the NFL scripted? Or and what? What if you not? do believe? If you do believe that it's scripted, are you still watching the big game? I think yeah. everyone's going to watch the big game <laughs> either way. I mean, remember a few okay. years ago with all the controversy with Kaepernick and everything, and a lot of people quit watching NFL games because of that, regardless, and I don't care what side of the table anybody was on with that argument, but people still came and watched the big game because it's more than just a game. It's a it's time to be social get together, have great food, socialize. The commercials are usually pretty good. So 
people are going to watch that regardless of whether it's scripted or not. But guess what? It's going to be entertaining either way. Yeah, it's it's a become big a part of the it's a part of the culture. It's a family gathering. How I I I, I sure love just being around other people and talking about things outside of football and having fun and, and just enjoying each other's company and eating great food. Yeah. It's become much yeah, more it's a giant production because people still watch WrestleMania, right guys? People Absolutely. still, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> they know the rock ain't cooking up legit stuff. He's, he's in on a script that's and right. yet we, and yet we still watch. So that's, that's interesting stuff, right? Maybe that's where we're headed with the NFL, but you be the judge. We'd love to hear from you. Is this is this a, a scripted ballet of toxic masculinity, or is it real? Is it, are we witnessing true gridiron drama? Yeah. I, IBM presents. You make the call. Right? <laughs> Remember those? Yeah. Not brought to you by IBM. That's, that's <laughs> true. We can't say IBM. <laughs> Never mind. Scratch that. Uh, Brandon says, you make the call. You make the call. TM. <laughs> All right. Well, this was fun. I've learned a yeah. lot. Yeah. This we, was fun. This was a I, good one. I found, I, I came into this expecting to just completely fight Matt. And I found myself, I threw in a story to support Matt. I mean, that, that's just how this kind of went. Matt, I found lots super of super convincing or compelling evidence today when I was searching it that made me pause and think. Um, I'm going to stay on the non-scripted, but compelling stuff. All but right. All fun and games. And we did unearth a photo of Brandon in 49ers. Oh, games. no. I'm just going to throw it out there that it's, it exists. <laughs> I saw that. Yep. So we know Brandon at heart must have the 49ers there. And I'm in on it, guys. I'm a script writer. You caught me. <laughs> I knew it. You caught me. Man, there's just so much evidence here, guys. I I don't know how we can get away with it, but it'll be fun to see. We hope everybody enjoyed at least thinking about both sides of the argument here. And again, consider filling out the form for a chance to win a Suminati swag from the big game. Have fun. Go Go Niners. Niners. (laughs) No. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Assuminati Podcast. Remember, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast streaming services. Be sure to hit that like button. We recommend subscribing with notifications so you don't miss an episode. And be sure, of course, to share with your friends. Until next time on the Assuminati Podcast. So let's talk about Taylor Swift a little bit more. Um, <laughs> okay. You're still stuck on Taylor. Okay. Uh, let's go. Well, it's just a little bit weird that, you know, the 49ers, four plus nine equals 13, and that's her favorite number. That's right. <laughs> and um, the Super Bowl will be the 13th game that of the Chiefs that she shows up to. Yep. Like, how does that happen? Her flight from Tokyo is 13 hours <laughs> to get to the big game. Give her take, that's right. yeah. Yeah, that's spot on. Script writers, yeah, players association. <laughs> or chat GPT or Taylor Swift. Goodbye. Right. That's right. Good night. <laughs>